guys, you're listening to Real Moments with Sophia. Real life, real thoughts, and in real time. So I've been wanting to start a podcast for like the past year, but I just never had the courage to start one. And it's not like I woke up today and was just like, oh, I want to start a podcast. Um... It's actually been something that I've been wanting to do for so freaking long and I feel like at first when I wanted to start this podcast I wanted to do it with friends because I just felt like if I had a podcast that was by myself no one would want to listen because I think that I'm not that entertaining like I don't really do a lot of things for it to be something that people would want to listen to um I'm not really just I don't know I guess I would call myself boring if someone were to ask me how to explain myself or not really explain but how to express what kind of person I am because sometimes I can be really adventurous but a majority of the time I'm really boring and I like to stay home. (laughs) Um, I like to go on walks by myself because I just like to think with myself like without anybody else there because I just find it more therapeutic but being alone isn't good though you know being alone isn't a good thing but it can be at times but anyways back to the topic of um starting a podcast I have always wanted to do it with my friends but it was just it was never the right time like we were all in college we all had different schedules different majors different lives going on um it just wasn't the right time for anything like we literally had no time to even hang out with one another so to even think about making a podcast with them that was just a no a big no but it was a good thought it was a good wish you know I would have loved to do that with them because we have had so many crazy times together I don't think it would be even legal to just talk about the things that we have done together but nonetheless legal or not we have had the best times in college together. That's one of the main reasons why I was holding off on starting a podcast. But, you know, these past few months since I've been back home, I realized that you don't need other people to have a podcast. Um, Even though I don't think I'm the most entertaining person, I think I have a lot of stuff to say. And I kind of want to use this podcast as maybe not too personal of a diary, but something that I can just vent to when I need to, or just something I can look back to whenever I'm thinking in a certain mindset. So I decided um, this past week that I would research how to make podcasts and what makes a good podcast, because I have my favorite ones, but they're more like true crime, and you know, the other ones are either my favorite YouTubers that have podcasts on the side from their channels, and they all have friends, so I I had to look into people who were just doing podcasts on their own, and take a few notes on what I could do to make my podcast something that is worth listening to, but here I am in my living room alone, trying to record this podcast it took me literally forever to edit my intro and it's not even a long intro it's really basic very short worded but it it took forever because i am not tech savvy 
Like, I look like I'm tech savvy if you look from the outside, but I really don't know anything about computers, um, audio, editing. This is all stuff that I have to YouTube and learn on my own, basically. I think I did a fairly decent job on my intro, even though it's like very simple. I think it came out pretty good for a beginner. I must say so myself. Anyways, um... <laughs> This is so weird talking to myself with nobody. Like, I feel like I'm talking to a wall or I have to like sit in front of the mirror and just talk to myself. I am not one to just keep babbling on because I, eventually I feel like I'm going to run out of things to talk about. But when I do, um, I hope I at least have like 10 minutes <laughs> of audio filmed. So I'm trying to like regroup myself and think of something that I wanted to talk about um, for this podcast. I think I wanted to start off with coming home from college, like how life has been like that for me at least. Because a lot of my friends graduated with me. Um, some of them graduated the semester before me. Some of them are barely about to graduate the semester. But I came home around February, around Valentine's Day of last year. And I chose to come home early because I originally was supposed to come home around June because um, that's when my lease ended. But I was just having a very rough last semester. Like school wasn't hard. That wasn't my issue. It was more of like being by myself constantly. And I really isolated myself that last semester and it took a big mental toll on me. I felt so alone and I was thinking thoughts that I shouldn't have been thinking and you know as much as I love my friends and my roommates who were so supportive of me they were insisting that I stay with them and you know they wanted me to stay with them and have girls night in just to make me feel better they wanted to do a lot of like at-home dinners um and I love that because when I felt like no one was there for me, they were always there for me. My roommates were always there for me. Even when I didn't want them to, I would hear them knocking on my door or calling me from downstairs to come and go to the store with them or go out to eat with them. And I did make the best out of it, you know, in that moment. But as the weeks went on, I just, I really couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't be by myself anymore. I couldn't, I just felt like I had no purpose. Like I was just moving through the motions in life. I didn't have any happiness is what it felt like. And I was running low on my social battery. You know, I would go out with my friends or eat with them. And five minutes in, I realized I am just sitting here faking my smiles, faking my laughs. I probably sound like I'm not interested in what any of them are saying. And it's not on purpose it's just because i have nothing in me to push out the energy to even be there in person like mentally so if i couldn't do that i thought why am i here what am i doing here like i'm all alone two hours away from my house from my family what am i doing i can't do this anymore and so i called my dad i think it was valentine's day was on a saturday and i called my dad on a friday on that friday and i was facetiming him and he was just asking me like you know how how are you um how's school how are your friends um just basic dad questions you know trying to check in on his daughter during that facetime call i looked really out of it i didn't look happy he noticed that and that's why i think he was asking me so much like are you okay no one wants to tell their dad like 
I am not okay or no one wants to be vulnerable to their parents and tell them how they are actually feeling you know when they're in their deepest moments like I couldn't find the courage to tell him like dad I am not okay I am going through it I don't want to be here anymore as much as I shouldn't be saying that because I have the most supportive parents I have the best siblings the best friends I have everything that would give me a crutch to just keep standing but I just didn't feel that in the moment I felt like I had nothing even though I had everything one minute in to him asking me are you okay I finally broke down into tears and I told him I'm not okay I just want to come home and he didn't ask me anything after that it was a moment of silence for a little bit and I was just I was just crying and I I just said I want to come home and my dad was just like okay start packing up your stuff as much as you can by tonight um, try to take apart your bed, put your stuff in your boxes, and I'm I'm going to come get you tomorrow morning. We're all coming over there. We're all going to help you pack your stuff, and you're coming home. They had just moved into this new house that they bought because, you know, they have... That's another story. I'll get to that another day, but they had just moved into um, the new house that they had bought, and there wasn't any room for me there. I think they had to... They have to build my room here, so we're in the process of doing that right now, but, you know, there was... There was only room for my brother and sister and them. And so I was kind of contemplating, thinking, why am I going to go over there if I don't even have my own space? But I didn't care about space. Like, I didn't care about having my own room. If I have to share my room with my sister, then that's all right. Because it's at least I'm home. At least I'm with the people that I love and I adore them. At least I'm somewhere where I can feel comfortable. And even if they're not home when I'm home, I still know that they're coming. They're coming home to me. And I'm going to have them there for me. And I'd rather be surrounded by my family because they know me the most. They know me better. They've seen my ups and downs. They know my struggles. When I think of home, I think of just not a house. Like, I think of my family. (sighs) This is getting really intense. I'm, like, reliving my past trauma. And it's low-key triggering, but it's okay. I'm going to get through the story. So my dad tells me, start packing. Um, So at the moment, it's just me and my dad that had made this plan of, okay, we're going to get the trailer, we're going to go to Nacogdoches, and I'm going to bring you home. So I start packing everything. I realize that I have a lot of shit. (laughs) Like, I have so much clothes, but I only wear like five different outfits. I have so much stuff in my drawers. I have so much freaking boxes of schoolwork, notebooks, books, pencils, art stuff, everything. I have so much stuff. I can't talk. Apparently, I can't talk. I have so many things in my room. And it took so long. Like, I started around 12 p.m. and didn't finish till like 6 or 5 in the morning, packing all my things and taking apart my bed. And it was just, it was a lot. And I didn't tell anybody that I was leaving till like later that night. I came to my roommate's room and I I told both of them like I'm going home I know like I said I would stay I know I said we would make the best of it to the end at least to our lease ended but I truly could not do it anymore and I didn't want to tell them that was the reason why but I tried to make it as transparent as I was comfortable with doing to them so I just said you know I need to go home I want I'm homesick basically is what I said then I told my friends that I was going home and they were all you know sad but they understood because 
we're all living the same life. You know, we're all college kids. We're all broke. We're all missing our our families, our friends from home. You know, we're missing that aspect of life. So they understood. But it was really hard for me to leave all of them behind. And by all of them, I meant I had like five or six friends that I truly just adored. Like I adore them. And it was really hard leaving them because I spent three and a half years building this friendship that I didn't think I could remake after high school with them. And here I am on the verge of literally my last breakdown that I probably could have had that year, ready to leave when they were the ones who got me through those three and a half years. And, you know, I don't want to use them as a crutch. I don't want them to be the only reason that I'm here or was there in the moment. They're not responsible for me in that way. I'm responsible for myself. And that was one of the hardest choices of leaving. I left way early before I was supposed to. I should have enjoyed my last semester there, but instead I was just lost in my head. I was lost and my thoughts and I am thankful that I left as much as it hurt me to leave I am thankful because I really in all honesty I really don't know how long I would have lasted if I would have never came home that February and that's getting real deep that's getting real deep for me I am gonna upload this and I'm gonna hope that people who do listen to this don't think that I'm constantly in pain or you know mentally not okay because I have my bad days and I have my good days but they're just I don't know if everyone has this moment of like when you realize that you are not happy as much as you've been pretending or trying to and I don't know if everyone has that one day that they look back on in their past of that could have been the day that I decided I didn't want to be here because I know there's people out there who are constantly happy and I know there's people out there that are like me. We have our bad days. We have our good days. They come and go and when they come, it's terrifying because you get lost in your head. You think things that you shouldn't really think as a 21-year-old. You know, I'm, I'm barely in the life of living. Like, I'm barely discovering who I am. Why am I thinking this way? Why am I so sad constantly? Why am I tired? Tired of living? Tired mentally? I'm exhausted. Why am I thinking all these things? It's just, that's another whole thing is that there's so many of us who are so young, even younger than me, you know, kids, children, actual children who are constantly in a battle within themselves and it's just it's really sad it's it's terrible and i wish it would have been it would be spoken about more because i feel like if we were vulnerable and we showed people our true emotions then maybe they wouldn't be scared to come up and ask for help or maybe they wouldn't be scared to talk to their parents maybe they wouldn't be scared to talk to their teachers their friends anyone it just it it makes my heart hurt truly it really does make me feel sad when I think about that and so back to my story um (laughs) I keep getting off track but there's so many things I want to talk about when I chose to leave it was just sad I remember I had my last encounter with my best friend um her name's Brenda shout out to Brenda if you're listening I went to go ask her if she wanted to meet for coffee and talk about something 
that I wanted to tell her because I didn't tell anybody that I was leaving until that day and she was gonna be the third person that I told besides my two roommates um so I met with her we went to Starbucks but right next to Starbucks is this frozen yogurt place and so I went to go get frozen yogurt instead and I sat down with her and I just told her hey I'm gonna leave I I can't do this I I just need to be home I just feel drained and exhausted and when I talk to her I feel like I can be as vulnerable as I can she really is one of the best persons that I've ever not persons she's one of the best people that I've ever met um we were roommates my freshman year and then we grew into best friends you know she showed me things about myself and I showed her things about herself that were beautiful I can't explain how much I truly love this girl So when I had to tell her that I was leaving, it was really hard for me because she was my rock those three and a half years. She saw me at my worst. She saw me through these breakups that I went through. She saw me deal with toxic friendships, you know, drowning in schoolwork. So if there's one thing that I really missed once I left my college town was the fact that I wasn't going to be able to see her anymore. And she understood. She understood completely what I was going through, what I meant. Even though we didn't really see each other every day as much as we used to, you know, life got busy. She understood me and she never judged me. And I am so thankful for her. I'm so thankful for that friendship, for all the memories that we made and everything beyond that. So that was my last goodbye that day. That was the last person that I talked to before I left, in person at least. And that next morning, my dad, my mom, my brother and sister came. They helped me move my stuff and we came home. Those two and a half hours of driving on those hill roads back to Houston, back home where I thought I needed to be. Like, I just, I craved it. I needed to be with the people that I loved because I was drowning in myself. I was drowning for months and months and no one really knew. And it's not their fault that they didn't know because I chose to keep it bottled up. But I'm just thankful for my dad being there for me and you know being my superhero in that moment and bringing me home without hesitation i'm thankful for my friends and it's just it was it was one of the worst times i would say one of the worst times of my life those few months before i came home fast forward to now i i'm doing better I'm doing better mentally, not super, super great, like, wow, amazing, I'm never sad, no, none of that, I I have my days, I have my days where I just don't want to be around anyone, and I have my days when I, I just, I need to be with somebody, I need to be with my family, I need to be with my friends, I need to be with my significant other, I have those days, but not as much as I used to, I feel like coming home really did help my mental health. It really did give me that warm hug of a feeling that I needed. Then, you know, graduation came and a new feeling came inside me of the realization that I might have wasted my life on college. And I don't know if this is the the depression after university, you know, that people talk about, but I felt like I really wasted my time on a degree that one isn't really getting me anywhere right now you know that cliche of a degree like oh yeah um I went to college for this and this and now I can't find any jobs that's the thing that I was terrified of and now I'm living it 
I'm living it. And truly the worst feeling is feeling like you wasted your time on something that hurt you so bad. College had its perks. It had its fun. It really took a toll on me. And now I'm, you know, I feel like I'm damaged mentally i feel like i lost myself i lost who i was and now i'm home and i got my degree i have financial debt i don't have a job i'm here questioning my existence once again it's just it's so hard it's so hard because i feel like we will never win at life and i know that is a very true statement because you know i could have chose any other degree and I would have found myself in the same situation of feeling like this degree is not making me happy. You know, it's not giving me that fulfillment that I thought that it would have given me. So here I am back at home doing kind of better. I am struggling with this whole degree job situation. You know, it's only been like four months since I graduated and I see all these people who have already gotten secured jobs and I am not gonna shit on them. You know, good for them. Good for them for finding that. You know, I'm happy for them. I want everyone to succeed. But I would be lying if I said that it it didn't hurt me to see my friends succeed, to see everyone around me doing great things it doesn't hurt me that they're succeeding it hurts me as in I feel like I wasted my life on something that isn't even getting me anywhere and now I'm stuck with this chunk of money that I have to give back and the worrying of now I'm gonna have to get my master's and to think of me going back to school it just it doesn't make me excited it doesn't make me happy and if anything it it scares me because I never want to I never want to put myself in that situation of questioning my existence to the point where I don't even want to be here anymore and I think that's really sad that when I think of school I, I I think of these memories of me just being depressed and sad and I don't want to ever go back to that but it's like I need to get this degree if I want to be you know a a therapist if I want to be a counselor you know these big jobs that require you to have like this certain amount of education it's this or my happiness how can I be a therapist if I'm over here drowning in my own mind when I can't even I can't even listen to other people's problems because I have my own problems these are the things that I think about and it's it's draining it's so draining to be constantly stuck in your head thinking of all these situations that could have happened if I wouldn't have done this or this or just these scenarios that haven't even happened yet like I don't know I might get a job hopefully within the next few weeks or I'm scared if what if I don't what if it's months and and then I just get stuck and I'm drowning again And I don't want that. I don't want to drown. I don't want to be submerged in my own thoughts and my feelings and have it take over me again. I don't want that. That's the last thing that I would want. So I just, I don't know. Does life get better after high school? For me, it I say it kind of did and and then I get to college and does life get better after college and I thought it would and and I, I just feel like it doesn't you know this whole thing around you have to go to school in order to succeed here I am with a degree and I'm not succeeding whatsoever I feel stuck again it's just it's just not a fun ride at the moment life is truly a roller coaster of emotions for me but beyond all this chaos of me battling with myself again i have met people 
friends, new friends. I have met a boyfriend who is just so great. He really knows how to show me the support and love, tough love too, when I need it. You know, I have new friends that understand me in the most deepest ways. I have people who are just amazing in my life. This time around, I'm not gonna let my thoughts, you know, get me all stuck in my head i'm gonna look around and i'm gonna appreciate everything that i have because i think if there was one thing that i didn't do as much as i should have is i didn't appreciate everything i had in that moment the months before i came home i didn't appreciate the people around me because i was so caught up in feeling sorry for myself and it's not bad to feel sorry for yourself but there's so many things so many good things that were around me that i just didn't look at until it was too late and i had left and and then i was sad because i left everyone and everything that meant so much to me behind i really think about me leaving college it really was like a closing chapter once i packed that last box up and put it into the trailer i was closing that chapter of my life and i think that's what made it so sad is i knew that some of those friendships unless we both were gonna continue to keep in touch some of those friendships and connections were gonna die in that town and i just think that's what really made me question me coming back home you know and saving my mental health uh that podcast got really deep and i hope that whoever listens to this you know i hope they understand that i am not making it seem like college is the most terrible thing in the world and i'm not trying to make it seem like you shouldn't go to college and get a degree you know you can do whatever you want to do in life you don't have to go to school to be happy and you don't not have to go to school to be happy you can do anything don't get stuck within these barriers and these walls of society telling us like you have to go to school to be happy or you have to stay in college because you could realize like me three and a half years later that being in college did not make me happy if anything it made me worse the aftermath of it is just it wasn't ideal at the same time if i wasn't in college if I didn't take that that leap to go to this university in the middle of buttfuck nowhere, I wouldn't have never met these amazing people and these amazing friendships that I created. You know, I wouldn't have learned so many things about myself, what I wanted in life, who I wanted to be with, who I wanted to be as a person. If I never would have went and went through these ups and downs of life, I would have never been who I am today. I think that's crazy. I can't be living thinking like, what if, what if this, what if that? Because we really don't know how the ending is gonna be. And I may be going through the struggles right now, but I I have a feeling that life is gonna get better very soon for all of us not just for me for everyone else too everyone around me people who i probably don't even know life will get better eventually and when it does i hope that i can come on here and tell y'all how much life has changed in a good way but in the meantime if life isn't going as great as you think it should be going just take a moment to step back and look at all the great people around you look at all the things that you have your favorite youtuber your favorite movie show be grateful for all these things that we sometimes don't really appreciate as much as we should because as much as we don't want to think of them as crutches you know in life some of these things really do make life 
so much more better you know some of these people make life bearable i just i hope that whoever is listening to this has now heard a portion of my story of life and i don't know maybe relate to this maybe we are going down the same path or maybe you've been there and you want to tell me it gets better i hope that we are all doing good within these next few months years and i hope life is a little bit more easier on us than it has been so thank you for listening to my chaotic story my first podcast alone by myself yeah cheers to that i hope you have a good day and thank you for tuning in hope you enjoyed today's episode of real moments with sophia stay tuned for the next episode and if you want to connect you can follow me on all my social medias at ono sophia